The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation. Mike Campion here with just a lovely freaking individual, Ellen Olson, one of the nicest humans. Um, she's an embryo. I, I know you're not supposed to ask ladies her age, but she is in early 20s. I'm pretty confident. Um, I think she's legal to drink. That's about as old as I know. She's giving me the nod that she's legal to drink. Anyway, this young lady is one of my favorites for a lot of reasons. One is she's super quiet and sweet and kind of shy and you're afraid she's not going to do it. But inside, she's a complete badass. And I just know she's so representative of a lot of you, specifically ladies out there. So many fellows that are just strong and smart and going to be a rock star entrepreneur, but you're not the typical kind of dominant personality, outgoing person, but you still have massive impact and she's that lady so i wanted to just introduce her uh and i got to hang out with her she's in our next level so she was just at our event here in scottsdale like not even a month ago feels like it was forever but it's been less than a month so anyway that's my introduction to ellen ellen give your introduction uh tell us who you are why this you care what's going on in your world lady hi i'm ellen um i'm 22 so i am an embryo <laughs> um yeah i have a son who is 24 not even like oh you could be my daughter like no you you wouldn't even be my daughter you'd be my you wouldn't even be my youngest daughter you'd be like (laughs) yeah um but yeah i'm just excited to be a part of next level i've been a part of next level for a while um but yeah the live event was really awesome it really encouraged me to move forward um and just put more drive into everything i'm doing so yeah thanks for having me mike (laughs) my pleasure all right so i don't want to not to next level is great but they can't they have to go anyway i don't want to talk about that just because this isn't to sell um but i do want to talk about you and your story and kind of how you've grown and anytime we have guests on it's just i was mentioned to ellen before we started recording you know we have the audience for the podcast is far 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 larger than who we can actually help as clients so i try and take the best from our clients and be like, what did you learn? And how did you do it? How could you distill it down in the time that we've got for our people? So why don't you give us some of your big frustrations that you're having that made you reach out? So the people listening be like, ah, that's this little girl's me. I know that I have that. I feel that. And then we can kind of walk through what you've done and how things are changed. So maybe we can give them value. So when you came, what was not working? What made you reach out and go, I need things to be different. I need help. Yeah, so I was a solo house cleaner, and what wasn't working is that when I'd get sick or if I wanted to travel, I didn't make any money because I I made a job for myself, and if I was gone, I wouldn't make any money, um, and also have no benefits. So I want I have other goals in my life, and I need to have more income um to be able to accomplish my other goals and i had been listening to the podcast for maybe a year and i remember i almost signed up for a call like a few months into listening and then i backed out um because i was scared and then in february i decided i'm going to reach out to grow my cleaning company um yeah so that's where i was i this february because we're recording this in october i feel like you've been around for even longer so let me just give a quick 
encouragement to those listening because that was a theme at the last event mike castro was kind of speaking and given and he said he did the same thing so i just want to encourage guys gals if whether it's us or not again i'm not trying to sell you nothing but well first of all the calls are free so it's I don't know what i'm trying to sell you and even on the calls we don't make an offer to everybody so if you're not liking the the life that you're living or the business that you have do something different and don't be a scaredy cat right like i it breaks my heart I'm like man we could have changed this person's life years and years ago so we've had no fatalities on the calls people have a great experience if you do want to book a call and get some help with a coach promise you'll have a good experience um maybe we'll end up working together maybe not that's okay it's not the point but i can guarantee you if you don't do anything different you're not getting any different results so again it's not like you have to do a you know we're gonna have a timeshare where you can like come into a room and you're someone's gonna sell you something it's just getting some help and if it's not us if there's another influencer or coach or something that you trust take some god dang action don't just do what you're doing and hope things will magically get better because they won't so don't don't be scared if, you're, if you need some help go through get it fall through even if it's hard or scary okay so the big sounds like the big issue or problem you were having is you had a job not a business and you wanted a business okay and that was most frustrating when you want to take a vacation like well now not only whenever i got to pay for the vacation is money but i don't make you know my income stops so that cost me twice and then i'm assuming it's also not great for clients because nope. maybe they start back up or maybe you know if they're a client they're like well i don't i kind of need you to be here all the time not just when you feel like it okay go ahead there's a limit to how much you can do because even like if you were cleaning 40 hours a week that's really tiring and I wasn't even doing 40 hours a week, but like no one wants to do that. So I, and I knew I didn't want to get to that point. And so that's why I reached out to you guys. Love it. So when you reached out, what was, I always like asking what's the scariest thing we asked you to do and what was the easiest thing? Like what were the big changes that you made that helped you move from um, having a business to, and again, I'll be honest, if it's okay with you, can I share some of what I know about your, your company? Uh, if you don't like it, tell me, we'll edit it out afterwards. But because even when Ellen started, she's like, I'm not as big as a lot of the other guys or gals. Like, I have a little company still. And I'm like, Ellen, it's not about you being a million dollar company. It's about you living the life that you want. So let's just put it all out there. Um, when you came, you had no employees, correct? And yeah. now you've got two. Yeah. Okay. And you're not cleaning zero. You're clean. I mean, you, I know you, I know you can take time off because you're at the event. Go ahead. What were you saying? Uh, yeah, I'm still cleaning, but I'll be out soon. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. And she's got a hiring funnel that's working. So what differences have you, and again, a lot of people get out, most people, almost all people get out in two or three months and she's six months in, and she's probably going to be out this mile or late October for sure. November. So different people have different things. A, what took you so long? Was that what you wanted? And B, what encouragement can you give people that are trying to get out of cleaning and maybe it's taken them longer than they, they hoped it would take? Yeah. So back like a few months ago i did a podcast with suzanne and it was actually about hiring and how excited i was to hire and then what took so long is that i became afraid again and i would procrastinate by doing other things and putting off hiring um i was just like really scared and i guess i thought this is going to be hard like i don't know enough to hire i'm not gonna be able to train them right and then i let all of those lies make me afraid and I didn't, it ended up being in action. I didn't do anything. And then I think the other thing is like mindset, like stepping into the role of a business owner and leaving um, 
your role as a house cleaner because that's what I was for a few years and like I would tell people oh I'm a house cleaner this is who I am but that's not who I am anymore and I mean I am a little bit but I'm a business owner and that's what I need to step into and when I did end up hiring I like put out my hiring ad and I was freaking out and I was like wait that wasn't that hard and then I had my first interview and that wasn't hard either and then all of a sudden I hired someone and I was like wait that was nothing like why was I scared I didn't have to be scared. And even though it was new to me, um, like it didn't have to be scary. Um, yeah. So I love that. Um, every God, I'm hearing a theme with Ellen going, sign up for calls too scary. So I didn't go. And then I waited, I don't know how long it was months, you know, God forbid a year or two. And then I got on the call and I got some coaching, which is scary, or hopefully you felt it was going to be scary when you came in. Hopefully, you know, we don't, buy or hit or you know it's usually pretty you know, yell at you a little bit but in love and we you know it's, it's all good um and then you're like okay so it's like took a long time to decide to book a call and then you, you got scared and didn't do it and then you signed up and took a long time to do the work or do you know i know you did some of the raise prices and you had some pretty substantial benefits but when it came to getting out of cleaning you're like even though i did the call and, I, and then i and then I showed up for the call and then I invested in the coaching and then I showed up and got the coaching doing the coaching. It was still, and I'm not judging. I'm just, this is exactly what people are dealing with. Right. So that's why we have mindset coaches. Cause it's not just about what to do and how to do it. It's about getting people not afraid. So what was the straw that, and I love that you're retroactively going and every step I, when I finally did it. So fear was holding you back. It wasn't that the thing was holding you back fear of the thing, you know, like I forget the president said, there's nothing to fear, but fear itself. Fear was really the problem. It wasn't the things that you thought were the problem. When you did them, you're like, well, crap, that wasn't the problem at all. It was just the fear of the problem. Am I overstating or is that how you felt? That's how I felt, definitely. Hey, amazing people. You may have noticed we don't sell a dadgum thing on this podcast. We don't allow ads. The only ask that can ever have of you guys is if you dig the show for you to spread the word and share so we can change as many lives as possible. Literally, it'll take you five seconds to give us a great review and I can't tell you how much I appreciate you as a listener and value the gift of your kind words. Now, back to the show. So what can you tell to younger Ellen or some beautiful young or old person in Clean Nation right now listening to the sound of your voice who is having some version of, but you don't understand now, my situation is different, or but I'm afraid, or but it won't work for me. What would you say to that person who desperately wants to change, but was is kind of stuck where you were? Um, I would say imperfect action is better than inaction. And I was afraid about making a mistake. And that's why I kept putting it off. Um, But I just needed to try it and like make a mistake and then fix it fast that's way better than sitting and doing nothing because that's a mistake in itself. Um, and I guess like at the event that I believe that more like imperfect action is better than inaction. And I just need to keep trying. And if I make mistakes, that's fine. I can just fix it. And it's not the end of the world. Yeah. If you make a mistake that doesn't get the outcome that you want, you know, you, you make a decision that gets you an, a, a imperfect outcome because it's an imperfect decision. You know how you fix that with another decision yeah. or you can do that with action. Go ahead. It's hard for a person that doesn't want to make any mistakes, <laughs> but all of us are imperfect. So it, yeah, but I was well, just making mistakes. I think perfectionist is 
the word that we use when we don't want to call ourselves the, the real P word, which is procrastinator. Yeah. So instead of being honest with ourselves, because saying I'm a procrastinator doesn't feel so good. Like, oh, I'm perfectionist kind of is a shiny, fancy version. But at the end of the day, you're not doing anything. And you can't steer a parked car. So if you truly want to be an entrepreneur, I forget who says this. I, I've quoted it before and I wish I could give credit. It's, I think it might be warm, but I'm not sure. Um, it's going, it's a lot of entrepreneurship is a lot of going from mistake to mistake without any, or failure to failure without any loss of enthusiasm. So it would be super easy for Ellen to go judge yourself to the, cause again, in the next level, you're probably the longest person in the group still cleaning. And if that was her judgment, she could use that to cripple herself. I'm, she can make up all manner of stories that aren't the truth. I'm stupid. I'm not, I'm too young. I don't know. There's all sorts of crazy stuff that would be just asinine, but it's Ellen's brain. She can tell herself whatever story she wants, or she could go. It's not, I mean, gosh, Ellen, at your age, you have so much more advantage. You've wasted, and I'm doing the huge air quotes with wasted six months or however long it's been. Good Lord, you're still 22. I mean, holy crap. By the time you're my age, you could be king of the world. Like you have, that's another story you could tell is how lucky am I that I, you know, a lot of people don't start until they're 42. So there's a lot of perspective of, oh, I wasted six months. Well, you could waste it 20 years, right? And, you know, we, we have to have you back here in like a month because you're you're going to be out. There's no, she just has her hiring funnel up. So it's just, she didn't start it, I don't think, till like a month ago. But anyway, now that it's up, you're going to be out. I'm not so worried about that. All right, before we wrap, I want to talk about the marketing piece of what you've been doing because I think that's been the other fear. And honestly, for me and even you, Ellen, I'm like, I don't know why it, it, that's more of a Suzanne conversation on the mindset of what took you so long on the hiring funnel. Cause I'm like, she can do that. She's, I just, it, I'm so, I was surprised that took you so long. The client attraction, we teach a lot of paid stuff. And Ellen's like, well, I still want to do more of the free right now, which is fine. Um, I feel like I asked you a much harder thing there than the hiring ad. And you ate that for breakfast. Like it wasn't even a big deal. So tell Clean Nation what you've been doing, how it's been working, and how you got little scared Ellen to even do a hiring ad or a group interview to do this big, scary marketing stuff that you've been doing so well at. Yeah. So for marketing, I still like need more money. So I'm just trying to go with the, I guess, more cheaper option, which would be canvassing. Um, that's what I decided I wanted to do. So I went out canvassing um, just for like an hour and then it ended up turning into three leads and I'm very hopeful that it'll turn into three clients. One already has turned into a client, but I was very scared to go out canvassing and I was shaking, like actually shaking. Like, why am I so scared? And then I went out and did it and it was so much fun. And I got in my daily walk and I got to meet a lot of like different people. Um, but yeah, that went really well. And I'm excited because like that was very promising. Um, and I'm going to keep doing that. Well, and let's just do a little bit of, a little bit of math here. Um, what's your average monthly client value, if I may ask? 400. Okay. So that's 4,800 a year. Um, we'll call it five grand just to make the math easy. How long does a, a client stay with you on average? Um, like a year and a half. <laughs> when I started as a small cleaner. I mean, I, not many people have left. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, two or three years is not on average, but we'll call it a year and a half. So we'll just call that seven, eight grand. So, and by the way, she's got three leads from that, two of which are bids that she's giving later in the week. So we're not just, it's not like she gave them and they were no. We got a one for sure, yes. So that's seven, eight grand for, if, if that's all you get, none of the others turn that seven, eight grand in revenue 
for an hour's worth of work. And say half of that goes to cost of goods sold. So now you're at three or four grand. It's like still for an hour's worth of work, that's not bad. And if you do that, you know, an hour a day, and then by the way, all marketing is just paying other people to deliver that same message and that same offer. So canvassing is, you know, going doing it by foot. You can do postcards, which you pay someone to do by foot. You or sorry, uh, door hangers, you pay someone to do by foot, or postcards, you pay the postman to do it by foot, or Facebook ads where you do it digitally or email. Like there's lots of ways to get that message. And I'm so proud of and we don't teach people to do a lot of canvassing, but just where Ellen's at and her fear, the fact that she's willing to do that, it's like, oh my gosh, when she conquers that, she can do just about anything. And I've got your customer profitability spreadsheet up. And I've noticed since June, you've doubled in revenue. So just throwing that out there, not a big deal. And I feel like we should have you back on like January 1st. So we're doing this end of October. I'm like, let's come back like January, February, March. Bet you have doubled or tripled again, completely out of cleaning. We'll have that, that view. Okay. So hopefully this has been helpful for some of the smaller, because again, we have a lot of other bigger guys that are having big results and I'm not that Ellen's results aren't big, but I just like, it can be encouraging to people that are like, my life doesn't look like that, or I'm younger, or I'm a little more timid or whatever excuse you've got, you can see Ellen go, well, she's still living the life that she wants and she's still getting the results that she wants and she's not magic. So that said, end it any way you want. Ellen, what encouragement would you give to Cleaning Nation who might be where you were and wants and is afraid to go forward how can, what would you say to them? Um, I would say if you are afraid um, or embarrassed about where your business is at, don't be. Um, because that's where I was. And then I went to the live event with surrounded by other amazing business owners that are honestly like, or they're where I want to be in the future. Um, and I was afraid to be honest about where I was at, but at least eight people went up to me separately and were just like, we are so excited for you. We want to help you um, with anything that you need. Please reach out to us. So that was huge for me. Um, but especially with Grow My Cleaning Company, there's a really good support system. Um, and it's just good to be honest with where you're at and not be embarrassed because um, you're moving forward. Yeah. Let me just encourage all that was beautiful. I'll tag on my perspective and we'll, we'll call this a show, but it's the most comfortable room is to be the room where you're the smartest guy or gal in it, right? Cause no one's going to challenge you and it feels great, but you're never going to grow. The least comfortable room is when you're the smallest guy or gal in the, in the, uh, in the room and you're forced to grow and forced to get uncomfortable. So I love Ellen that you, cause you know, you're successful in your own right. There are lots of places you could go online or offline where everyone would be like, Ooh, look at you. You're, you're crushing it. I want to live your life but you choose to be in the room where you're kind of the small fish. And I love that. And when it's the right room, people are going to do exactly, you know, people adopt Ellen because she's little and she's not little, but she's young and she's cute. And she's just, you can hear her energy, just this sweet, kind lady. So of course, everyone in the room is just like, oh my gosh, we want to see her succeed. And I just, as a coach, I just see what's in you. And I'm like, I know who you're going to be. And I know you kind of feel it, but having done this a thousand times, like, oh, I know exactly what this is like. So I just um, want to encourage all of you guys, gals, be real intentional about the rooms that you're in, right? Find, be the little fish in the big pond, find a pond of people that want to help and do want to encourage you and aren't with an attitude of for them to win, you have to lose. And, you know, that gets like, of course, we want to support you. And then Ellen is going to be a big fish pretty soon. I guarantee you because of who she is, she's going to be the sweetest. And that's how all the people, all eight of those people, Ellen in that room, you can give me a list of names. I bet you I could check them off. We're all little and got the help that they needed from a mentor. So they totally get like, hey, I want to help and encourage this lady. So Cleaning Nation, don't be scared. I think is 
wise beyond Ellen's years and just be around people that support you and help you and that are living the life that you want or getting the results that you want. If you spend enough time with them, it's really hard not to get the same results. So, all right. If you uh, want to help, go to growingcleaningcompany.com. Um, please don't book a call and then not show up. We have a finite amount of coaches and we have so many more people that want calls that we can handle. And uh, But if you do want something different, take an action. If it's booking a call with one of our team, then do that and show up and get some help. If it's booking call with someone else's team that's smart and knows what they're doing and showing up, then do that. If it's whatever you feel like you need to do, take some action, do the scary thing. Even if your body shakes and tells you this is terrible, do it. You'll get some results and uh, reach out and, uh, to us and tell us how you did. Look forward to hearing from you, Clean Nation. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me in the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can, as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.